So y'all remember the movie Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? You know, it had a bunch of sequels. It was this whole franchise, funny, haha. Well, now the newest movie is gonna be Honey, I have such bad parenting skills that my kids are misbehaving every single place they go. They're addicted to their iPads. They're doing drugs. They're requesting the song Pound Town by Sexy Red at a kid's ballet class. They don't know how to read at grade level and just in general do not know how to be functioning members of society. Is that a movie you want to watch? Well, we're living it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, you better. Yeah, you better. Guys, before we get into this video, if you'd like to support the message of this channel, consider signing up as a patron on my Patreon. The link is in the description down below. Do it if you want to, no pressure. Now, the general message of this video is that the kids are not okay. And I keep seeing this message just handed to me on a silver platter everywhere I go on the internet. There is video after video after video of adults and particularly those in education talking about how badly behaved kids are these days. And I know what you're thinking, right? This happens every generation, you know? Somebody has to complain about how bad the kids are these days. They just don't make them like they used to. This generation is so lazy. They don't care about anything. They don't want to do anything. They don't listen to us. Yeah, those are the common complaints and I will grant that, but it seems like we are at a whole new level with Gen Alpha. I'm going to let you watch some of the videos that I've come across so you can come to your own conclusion. This is the most recent. It went crazy viral. It got millions upon millions of views on every single platform that it was posted and it's because it was resonating with a lot of the adults and young people who were watching it play out. They're saying they're meeting a lot of kids who behave just like the ones described by this young woman. I'm calling out all the parents. If you're a parent and your child is in pre-K to elementary school, elementary school to high school, I'm calling you out. The children today, I have never experienced, and I'm, I'm 22. Having to teach and work with you guys as children has been the most traumatic experience of my life. I teach five-year-olds ballet, five-year-old girls ballet. I have a class of 10 students. They don't respect any authority. You ask them, can you stand in your designated spot? They're telling you no and shut up. They're throwing things at each other. They're throwing things at other people, other classmates. You say, can everybody sit in their spot? I don't want to, I'm not doing that. You don't get to tell me what to do. You're not my mom. You confront the parent. The parent tries to argue with you and fuss at you because you tried to reprimand and redirect their kid. Now that's a whole nother level. It's one thing for the kid to do something like that, but for you to bring the parent into the situation and the parent backs up the five-year-old. <laughs> That is just crazy to me. I try to think back to when I was in school, like how many kids were truly misbehaving in this way? Not ever would it have crossed my mind as a kid to tell the teacher, you're not my mom, I'm not listening to you. Although I can grant that there were kids who would do that, but typically you'd have a full classroom of you know, well-behaved kids for the most part, and one or two of them would stand out as being particularly misbehaved who would say something like that. But this sounds like it's most of the kids these days. And we're gonna hear from other educators who talk about similar experiences with the children that they're working with. But let's continue with her. I told a young little girl, please sit in your spot. You're not my mom, you don't tell me what to do. Okay. When her mom came to pick her up, I said, hey, your daughter's having a hard time following instructions. And seven times today, I've had to redirect her to just sit in her spot. Well, clearly she didn't want to sit. And mind you, this is a mom. Clearly she didn't want to 
sit right there so i mean Ooh. if she telling you she don't want to do something why keep asking her to do it you know she's not going to do it what world do we live in like what in you guys's brain as a parent says hmm my kid not following any directions is a, is a great thing it's not that serious and y'all don't have a right to tell her what to do it's sad it's sad it's really really sad and i gotta say the obvious thing the kids who don't listen to directions right now are gonna grow into teenagers are gonna grow into adults and if you do not at some point instill the idea that there are people of authority in their lives that they do have to listen to you are bound to deal with way worse problems down the line than what a little five-year-old is saying in ballet class and the more i see educators starting to deal with this the more i'm thinking that this is a specific issue to the current younger generation that somehow through a cocktail of parenting and technology and drugs and all this other stuff this sort of behavior is getting reinforced but we're going to talk about that in just a moment another thing that's heart-wrenching is horrifying it is horrifying your five-year-old daughters are asking to listen to pound town that's crazy. and ski -yee. Your daughters, your five-year-old daughters are asking, can we hear Pound Town? I'm playing them Princess Tiana ballet music. And we're gonna stop there on that video. I need y'all, if you do not know what Pound Town is, I need you to take a moment, exit this video even, and look up the lyrics to that song, Pound Town by Sexy Red. And this is being requested by five-year-old girls in school. That's disgusting, that is heinous, and they're getting it from somewhere. So they're either getting it from mom and dad who are playing this music around them and encouraging them to engage with it, or they're on social media, places like TikTok where these songs are blowing up, and they're taking in this stimuli, which is so negative and sexual and disgusting, and then bringing that to their five-year-old ballet class with other children. It's insane. We're gonna leave her though and listen to another woman who I also believe is in Gen Z because she was 22. I think this one's around the same age talking about her experience with this younger generation. I need to ask millennials, um, why are your kids so awful? And more importantly, why do you think it's so funny? Your kids cannot read. They cannot write. They are ill-mannered and they're monsters. I was working my medical receptionist job the other day and this woman walks in. You can tell she's a millennial. She's like 34. She has a yoga mat in one hand and her four-year-old in the other. Her Satan spawn walked up to the counter and I was like, hi. And there's a bunch of business cards just stacked up on the, on the counter. You know, it's a medical office. And the kid knocks them all over and starts mixing up all the different business cards on the floor of the office. I look over at her mother, thinking she's gonna see this and be like, oh no, you can't do that. Um, no, she looks up from her phone, looks at her daughter, and starts hysterically laughing and says, isn't she so cute? Mm. <laughs> Ma'am, I have to clean this later. If that were my kid, I would have yelled at it and then cleaned up the mess it made and then made it apologize to the receptionist. And I know millennials with children are gonna hate this because they're the most self-righteous people on the planet, but um, maybe you should be less concerned about me and more concerned about the fact that your kid cannot read. When I was in second grade, I was getting assigned by my teachers at least 100 to 150 page books, me and my classmates. Your kid cannot read basic words. 
or spell basic words and you you're cool with that that is crazy to me now clearly she has a certain attitude towards children she's calling them satan spawn repeatedly referring to them as it i'm gonna set that aside for just a little bit to talk about just the general sentiment she's getting towards that kids are not behaving and parents are their enablers it's one thing because i know a lot of people are gonna hop in the comments and say this is the result of gentle parenting you're coddling children i think it's one thing to gentle parent which is setting boundaries typically without smack your child or hitting or spanking them in any way. It's another thing to just not parent all together. I view those as two separate things. I think a gentle parent would enforce a boundary with that child and say, hey, we're going to clean up those business cards and put them back. A, a no parent type of parent is going to do exactly what the woman in this story did and say, that was so cute. Isn't she just adorable? There's a big distinction to be made. Now she gets into this idea that kids can't even read, like they don't know basic words, which is just insane with the amount of technology that they are consuming these days that is not coming at all with any form of literacy. And I had to look into this a little bit because I've heard stories and, you know, remarks about it. And it is most definitely true. Here's another educator talking about how students cannot read. No, y'all, can we talk about it? Can we please Let's talk about it. Let's take a moment to discuss. Let's take a moment to debrief. Let's take a moment to unpack. So I'm not really understanding why they're not telling y'all. Like, we all know that the world is behind, like, you know, globally, like, you know, because of the pandemic and stuff. But I don't understand why they're not stressing to y'all how bad it is. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny, but these kids are... I'm going to just say this. I teach seventh grade. They are still performing on the fourth grade level. I don't care how you flip it, turn it, swing it, swing it, swindle it. They still performing on a fourth grade level. Ain't nobody talking about how they just keep moving, passing them on. They just keep passing them on, 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 passing them on. I can put as many zeros in this grade book as I want to. They gonna move that child to the eighth grade next year. But ain't nobody talking about that. Mm -hmm. Why they not talking about that? Why they not telling y'all that y'all... And why don't y'all know that y'all kids not performing on their grade level? Why y'all don't know this? Why y'all don't know? Talk about it. Let's unpack. Because y'all be quick to talk about, oh, the teacher this, the teacher this, the teacher. It's your job, it's your job, baby. I just got here 30 days ago. <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's not funny. If kids cannot read, they're misbehaving like this. They're requesting Pound Town by Sexy Reddit Ballet Class. What do you think they're going to be like as teenagers and adults? What do you think we're going to be dealing with in our society? And this whole thing about the lack of education is, you know, a multifaceted problem. But it is so bad now that you have states that are quite literally getting rid of the requirement for reading, writing, and math for graduating, which means you can graduate as a student without having met any academic standards in those three categories, and they'll just send you on your way. If that's not coddling and, you know, lack of any sort of discipline or standard, I don't know what is. And of course, it starts at home with parents. And we can talk about that because there are so many layers to why this is happening right now. And I encourage you, if you have a reason behind this, drop it in the comments down below. What do you think the primary you know, factor is that is driving kids to be behaving like this and to be not meeting standards and to just have a horrible state within our society. I think one person could look at this and say, well, it's COVID. We place kids on a lockdown for two years. They weren't in school. They weren't socializing. They were stuck at home on technology and they didn't have time to develop for those two years, at least, you know, here in the United States. And there's something to be said for that. Others are going to say it's technology, which I want to show you these two videos of kids on technology that just makes my stomach flip.
It is so sad and depressing that kids are being conditioned to use technology in this way. And what that does to your attention span has got to be insane. It's no wonder that teachers who are supposed to be educating our kids for hours in a day are having such trouble with them when they have to be unplugged from technology in order to be in class. It's like being at home and doing drugs all day, messing with your dopamine system, and then having to go to rehab for a few hours out of the day where a teacher has to deal with you and has to deal with your withdrawal symptoms. That's what's happening. Here's another one, and I'm gonna read you the caption. It says, my son had too much energy before bedtime, so I told him every time he moves, it charges his iPad. Keep that in mind. Now you can find that as funny or cute or endearing. Look at him go, he thinks he's charging up his iPad. But look at him go, he thinks he's charging up his iPad is how I view it. <laughs> It's just crazy to me that instead of having parents that are just engaging in physical activity, taking your kids outside, letting them play fun games that don't involve technology, they're convincing them that running in the house charges their iPad and that's the way you get your kid to utilize their energy. Does that not show that we have a very, very deep problem? And I can guarantee you, this is not the only household that is engaging in behavior like this. It's happening not only nationwide, but worldwide. We are breeding a generation of little drug addicts and their drug of choice is the iPad or the iPhone or Cocomelon or whatever it is that they do when they're on technology. And if it's not technological drugs being used in this day and age, it's literal drugs. Here's a video of a middle school teacher talking about what he's dealing with with his middle school students. So mind you, I'm a middle school teacher. I'm also 22 years old. And I will tell you, by far, we are doomed. Like when I tell you this, do not heed, like, do not sit here and think that I'm lying. Like, heed the warning, like, we are doomed. These kids do not care. Like, I have kids, all they want to do all day long is get high. Like, drugs, 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 drugs. Like, there is no motivation for these kids to come to school unless they know that they can buy a cartridge or get a vape. That's all they're doing. Half the time, these kids come to school just to skip, just to do drugs. I promise you. Now, most of y'all probably be like, well, in the 70s, yeah, they smoke cigarettes, da 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 I would so much rather these kids come and smoke cigarettes than come in here and be high off a kite and don't know nothing. All right, so here's another thing that you don't know. I don't know about your states or whatever the case may be, but here down in Florida, kids have failed reading so much that reading is no longer really a core class. They have reading in middle school as an elective. They have no motivation. They have no will to want to learn. I have students straight up tell me to my face, I'm only here because my parent doesn't have to go to jail. Like these kids have no motivation. They lack social skills and they lack motivation all day long. They want to be on their phones. I've had kids fight my principal and I don't work at a hood school. I don't work at a bad school. I work at a really great school. I had kids fight my principal because of the fact that they didn't want to give up their phone. All they know, they can tell you word from word how to do a dance, how to do a TikTok, how to do, how to search this up, how to work a phone, but they cannot read. They cannot do math. They cannot do anything. And then their parents come up here and put all the pressure on the educators and the people that's trying to do their best. But at the same time, you're putting pressure on the people that's trying to teach your kid, but you 
are not putting pressure on yourself to raise your kid. He said what he said. And again, all of these videos have gone viral to the tunes of millions upon millions of views, which means this is not an isolated incident for these individuals sharing their stories online. So many other people are going through exactly this. And it seems to be much worse than it has been in prior generations. As I said before, I remember some of these issues when I was in middle school and high school, but nothing to the extent that is being described in these videos that nearly every single kid is dealing with some form of behavioral issue, lack of meeting academic standards, technological withdrawal when they are at school, and so much more. The laundry list goes on and on and on. So I'm wondering, what do you think the cause is here? Is it COVID? Is it technology? Is it social media specifically? Is it getting exposed to drugs? Is it bad parenting? Or is it this massive cocktail of all of those things that is creating the current generation? And if we can identify the problems, how do we fix them and fix them on a scale wide enough that kids all across this nation start to liven up and listen up? Because I'm starting to sound like a boomer in talking about this generation. And y'all, they're going to grow up to be the adults, the future leaders of this nation, if they can even get that far, if they can even read at a level that's high enough for them to allow them to do that. I do think with all of the issues that have been identified in this video, the one through line is that we cannot continue to coddle the young people in our country. We can't continue to let them misbehave or do drugs or be addicted to technology and just tell them that everything's going to be okay, to pass them on to the next grade, allow them to graduate when they're not meeting academic standards. At some point, you have to put your foot down and say, we need to see some development, some growth, and some real change before we allow you to move on to the next step in life. How you do that on a large scale? I don't know. It kind of takes an entire cultural shift to make that happen. But at some point it needs to start because the good educators who are making these videos and talking about the issues they're facing, they're not going to last for long. How long are they going to take the abuse and mistreatment that they get at the hands of children who are being mismanaged by their parents? Not very long, I'd anticipate. So now you're left with no responsibility, no accountability, and no good Samaritan who's willing to take on the challenge. So all this to say, honey, the kids are not okay. But as always, those are just my thoughts. Drop your thoughts in the comments down below. I'd love to hear from you on a multitude of things. What do you think is the reason or the main reason behind what's happening right now with young people? Do you think this is overblown and exaggerated that this is the constant conversation we have regarding every generation? Or do you think that these people are on the money with what they're describing with Gen Alpha? And more so than that, what is the solution? How do we make tangible change in the minds of these young people with everything that's going on. No more pounce out by sexy red at ballet class, in my opinion. As always, I encourage healthy debate, so duke it out, but do so respectfully. And if you like this video, like, subscribe, click the notification bell to be notified every single time I post for you guys, which is every single day. And uh, maybe share this video with one of the parents that is responsible for one of these misbehaving kids. Yeah, you better. Yeah, you better.